0: Everybody, welcome to Last Call at McLarens: a How I Met Your Mother podcast. I'm Josh Rayner. Uh, I run Merc with Movie blog, and I'm here with uh, my best
1: bud, John. John, how are you doing today? I'm good. My name is John Maid. I'm that guy who sits next to this guy in multiple podcasts. It's true. It's true.
0: Usually he makes on the same good. side. What can I say? I do. You know, as good as I can. <laughs> That's a lot of work. That is true. (laughs) So we're here to talk about season one, episode three of How I
1: Met Your Mother, entitled Sweet Taste of Liberty. This is by far, out of all the episodes, my all-time favorite. Wow. Early on, so it's all downhill from here for John. I mean, this (laughs) is the episode that started me thinking that I didn't have a bucket list and I needed to have things to accomplish Before I die. And this is the episode that spawned the number one thing on my bucket list. Fair enough. I like it. All right. So sweet taste. Liberty aired
0: originally October 3rd of 2005. Once again, directed by Pamela Freiman. But this time around we have some different writers. Ooh, you may know these guys, Phil Lord and Chris Miller uh, wrote this episode. You may know them. As the guys behind the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs movies. You may know these guys as the minds behind Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. But John may know them as the brilliant people behind the not-so-hit show Clone High. That's right. One One of our faves. Yeah, these guys did that show. And now they're doing this episode. When I saw that, I was like oh, shit, I didn't know that these guys worked on How I Met Your Mother.
1: All right. We'll take right. it. Yeah, man. My favorite episode.
0: Yeah. I feel. I, I feel like it makes sense. I feel like it makes sense. All right. So the uh, summary for season one, episode three, Barney convinces Ted to pick up girls at the airport. This leads them to a weird night out with Marshall busy studying. Lily and Robin go for a girls night out. Suffering from FOMO, Marshall agrees to meet up with the guys in Philly. Yep. All right. So we start out the episode with uh, future Ted He's telling his kids about uh, this one night. He wanted to go out to the bar, and they just, right there, they just slam him down. They call him out like, you spent a lot of time at bars. Yep. You're always at the bar. You're always at the bar. That's just what we did back then. I just thought that was hilarious. Because it's I- true. I mean, Obviously, as you watch the show, like the bar has been all, if not all, episodes, if not most
1: episodes. I thought that they missed a really great opportunity here to take a dig at another show, though. Okay. Where the kids are like, oh, you spent a lot of time in the bar, didn't you? And he should have been like, well, you know, the coffee house craze was dead.
0: Dude, that would have been great.
1: <laughs> I mean,. Would I'm you expect saying. us to do? Hang
0: out at a coffee shop?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dude, that would have been good, man. That's a definite Why, missed yeah. opportunity. Uh, so we go back to 2005. Ted, Marshall, Lily are walking to the bar. Ted is talking to Barney on the phone, who's in a cab. Barney wants to break Ted out of his rut.
1: He wants to be the his rut buster. buster. He wants to bust his rut. You know, he knows that typically when they go to McLaren's, they have this much fun. But he's promising that tonight will be this much fun. But Ted knows that if they go to McLaren's, this much fun is obtainable. When you promise this much fun, Ted would rather have this much fun because this much fun, he doesn't think they can achieve.
0: It's true. And for those of you listening on the uh, podcast uh, on Anchor or wherever you listen, You're feeling exactly like Barney and Ted did in the episode. Because you couldn't see all the hand movements. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So here
1: we get our very first legendary. No, we got a legendary in the very pilot episode. No, we didn't. We did because you talked about it. No, we talked about
0: how they didn't. Do oh. a legendary because he did he did something else and you commented on. oh different... yeah, no,
1: I think he did awesome or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it. he
0: said some other word, and you thought it was really weird uh that he didn't say legendary. But I,
1: I think it's weird though that the first legendary isn't normal like what we become accustomed to. No, He's literally just like it's gonna be legendary,
0: yeah. Like, I mean oh. I mean he does a he does a wait for it later on, yes, but it's not even the like typical wait for it. it's it's actually my favorite legendary wait for it to be honest with you <laughs> which we'll get to uh, when we get there but yeah we finally get the legendary as well as his first high five Yes. he does a high uh, phone five in, in this one uh, and that's something that comes back uh, throughout and the legendary is the thing that becomes the running gag through this episode yeah because he says it so many times in this episode so
1: many times
0: like it, it he almost wears it out you know what I mean? It gets it, a little much
1: It debuts and almost goes away.
0: It's true. Uh, so then Barney pulls up in the cab, tells them to get in. And I love how Marshall barely has to give him an excuse to get out of it. Yeah. And Barney's just like, I understand. And Ted's like, why does Marshall not have to go? He's just like, cause he's getting laid. And I was like, you know what? It's true. And it's funny. Cause like Mar- Marshall, you know, he's like consistently, and so like Barney and Marshall obviously have this this uh, th- this thing here where they respect that part you know but you see later on
1: where they make fun of him for that
0: yes, you know because he's only been with the one girl
1: Well I thought it was funny though because he also he tells Marshall it's okay that he doesn't go because Marshall's getting laid he respects that but then Marshall sits at home all night and all he's doing is reading a book
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because, well, I mean, we don't know what he was going to say either. True. You know, he he had no clue what he was going to say. But, yeah, he does. He just winds up sitting at home the whole time anyways. And winds up coming with them. Or, like, starting to go out there. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so. uh, Ted begrudgingly agrees. And they wind up going to the airport. Which I'm just like. Like the, I, rem, I remember the first time I watched this, I'm just like, what, why are they at the fucking airport? <laughs> you know, cause it, if you've never seen it, you're, you don't know what's going on and you, nope. it doesn't seem to make sense. Cause he said he needed to pick up someone from the airport. I'm like, someone up from the airport. Who the fuck are they picking up? Well, we soon hear, find out. Uh, because Barney's plan is to pick up girls at the airport pretending to be international.
1: Businessmen, we are international businessmen on an international business trip. Tucking your shirt, Ted, (laughs) yeah,
0: and that comes back too, which I love.
1: It does, yeah. Uh,
0: like you said, Marshall, he's at home studying, so Lily and Robin go out together for a girls' night out. Robin begins getting all kinds of attention from guys, uh, comically, so like it's just ridiculous the amount and the way these dudes are coming up to her now. Maybe like I'm not a, I'm not a girl, so I don't get that kind of attention. So maybe that's how it is. I have no idea. Maybe I mean, I, I'd have to ask some ladies if that if that is an accurate depiction of a, of a night out uh, at the bars. But uh, it seems fairly comical to me. <laughs> I mean, ladies, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and Lily, she's just getting ignored. Well, like the whole time. Uh, so bad. Yeah. So then back at the airport, Ted tries picking up a girl unsuccessfully. Uh, and this is where we get uh, one of John's favorite lines here. Yes. Go, for, go for it, bro.
1: Barty walks up and he's like, well, that, uh, uh what do they call it? Oh, that tur- turnstile. The turnstile over there, all wiped out. And by the way, girls from Buffalo are not hot.
0: Well, I think specifically he says cute girls are not from Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Cute Buffalo.
1: girls are not, not from, from Buffalo.
0: From... Yeah. You're right. So dude, I knew that line was coming, and I still cracked up laughing <laughs> when he said it. Because like,
1: like, if that you guys is a, randomly one of my favorite lines. Yeah.
0: If you guys randomly didn't watch the first episode with us, I, okay. I don't know why, but if you didn't, then you wouldn't <laughs> know that we are from that area. Uh Western New York John even lived in Buffalo for a little while. Uh, so, I worked out in Buffalo for a while, yeah. so it it's close to home for us, and it really, uh really, really made us laugh. So, <laughs> I don't know put that one. Uh, he then launches Ted over some luggage in order yes. to get the attention of some girls, which I Ted thought was
1: great. Handsome and clumsy buffoon. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> right over.
0: Uh, they then learn uh, that they these girls are going to Philly, so. Hey, far- hey. Barney tells them that, oh, yeah, we're going there, too. And then as they head off to the plane, he rushes off to buy some tickets. And then Ted has a great line here. He says, don't you get on that escalator. And don't you dare get on that subsequent escalator. I love it. (laughs) There's some great little one-liners throughout these episodes, which uh, is just one of the things I love about this show. Yes. Uh so Marshall is uh back at home and he's singing what he's doing this is where we get the first uh the first time of that happening which is something that consistently happens throughout the show and is a is a big reason why uh I'm definitely uh, the marshal of the group cuz I do that all the time. He does all the time. Uh and he is seriously s- suffering from some FOMO here man. He he doesn't want to be there. He wants to be out with the guys. He, you know, everybody's having having a good time, and he's just stuck there, you know, studying law. You know? Yep. Uh, Ted then calls Marshall to tell him what they're up to, and Barney tells him to meet them in Philly. Huh. I sent you pictures. I love that. Then uh, at the bar, Robin continues to get hit on while Lily obviously feeling left out. This is, uh, again, one of those things they keep bouncing back and forth between the guys and the girls here. So we get a lot of of, uh, little scenes like that. Uh, So then Ted and Barney learn that the two girls both have boyfriends, and those boyfriends happen to be linebackers for the Philadelphia Eagles. For the Eagles. Yeah. It's like, it reminded me of the scene from the first episode where Ted sits down with that girl and it's like, I are were they oblivious to the fact that these two guys were hitting on them? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, cause I don't think I feel like they weren't being very subtle about it. You know, I don't, I mean, I don't, it just seemed, it, it seemed uh, like they might've been a little oblivious to the fact that that's what was happening here. And even like, the, after they tell them that the facial expressions that they make everything is a clear sign to me you know but oh, yeah. it's never covered at all and then those girls get off the plane and we never see them again
1: but respectively so they have boyfriends in philly
0: yes yeah i i like that because it because barney's like the kind of guy who you would think that wouldn't matter you know what i mean that's true but they just drop it you know Yeah, which I I like, you know, they just kind of move on from uh, from all of that stuff. Uh, Then we get Lily on the phone with Marshall uh, telling him about what's going on. And he reassures her that the guys aren't hitting on her because of her engagement
1: ring. Because, you know, they see the ring. It's a deterrent. Yeah. Uh,
0: He tells her he pretty much tells her that he'd be okay if she took it off. uh, And there was a line that again cracked me up he Marshall has some, some fantastic ones where she's like oh that wouldn't bother you and he's like he's like oh yeah I, I'll get real jealous you know? and he goons <laughs> so much as look at y'all suck him in the kisser no 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 it's it's okay it's
1: cool you have a good time <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where and it comes back but we talked about how their relationship is very they're they're into one another and that's yeah. the thing. And I love how Marshall isn't really a jealous guy, but he is. Yeah, he
0: tries really hard to not be. You know. Yeah, he, he really, really does. does. He isn't the kind of guy who's just like instantly. Oh, I'm going to be jealous. Oh. Wow. He tries really hard not to be, but it, the jealousy won in that uh, in that instance. You know, really. All right. So uh, then Ted tells Marshall not to come to Philly. Uh, so he turns around. Ted and Barney are taken away by airport security.
1: And by airport security. Yes.
0: It's funny, yes. though, too, because in that scene, right before airport security comes in, the, the 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 dark-haired girl that they were talking to actually walks off the plane. You see her. Yep. She, she gets up, and she walks off the plane. So you see her one last time, which I thought was kind of cool because I hadn't – I don't think I'd ever really noticed that before. I never paid attention enough to it to notice that that was specifically her. And then, yeah, then airport security comes in and is like, uh, Mosby and Stinson, come with us. Uh, And so they take them away. They're uh, in the little security shack or whatever. And if you pay attention to the background while the camera is on Ted and Barney, you see the female security guard uh, going through their stuff. Like she's like opening up their phones. Going through the wallets. I thought it was really funny. Uh, something that I just happened to notice on like one of the, uh, on like the second or third rewatch of the episode uh, that I did for this. Uh, and this is, we learn later on uh, that her name is Sasha. 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 Uh, Barney insists that they are international businessmen on an international, international business trip.
1: Businessmen. We will be
0: late for our international business meeting. Right.
1: Uh, uh,
0: and then we learned that Barney has done this several times. They several. have camera footage of some, some great ones, uh, particularly one where he's hiding inside of a duffel bag, which I loved. And it apparently worked for him.
1: It worked.
0: <laughs> I kind of just want to like ask Neil Patrick Harris about that scene huh. of him just like being inside the duffel bag and having, and having to get out of it and kind of just, cause he, he opens up, he gets out of it, but he gets out of it so, like, smoothly. You know what I mean? He doesn't, he, he's not clumsy about it. He's just boom, boom, there, and he hits up that girl. It was yeah. perfect. It was. I, I don't know. I loved it. it. Just every time I watched it, I was like, man, he does such a good, good job there. Um. Then we go uh, – you know, then Ted uh, winds up saying that he needs, he wants to call the lawyer. Yes. And that lawyer winds up being Marshall, Marshall. obviously, uh, who then turns back around. And heads to Philly. This, another running gag for this portion of the episode of Marshall going back and forth, turning around yes. on this. Uh, if you look at, in, in the, the back window of his car, it's like a three lane highway. Yes. You know what I mean? So like, I guess technically six, it's three on each side. So he's cutting a lot through a lot of traffic uh, when he's doing this each time. Real dangerous. Kind of shocked that no cop ever pulls him over. Just saying. Uh, so then, uh, Lily trying real hard to get hit on failing miserably. She like dumps a drink all over herself because she's trying to make all pouty lips. (laughs) I don't know. I thought that one was hilarious. It was one of the, one of the funniest, funniest bits that she does, uh, in the, in, in this episode, uh, then 10 Barney, we get back to them and all of a sudden they're zip tied behind their backs with their faces down on the table. Yep and apparently barney said something uh, cuz because play the race card yeah cuz ted was like you had to play the race card and i'm saying i, like, I want to know what the fuck barney said man oh uh, but then uh, tsa discovers that all that was in barney's bags was uh, condoms and like they open it and it's like uh, you know it's not a tiny luggage bag oh. it's a you know like a medium sized luggage bag and it is packed full of loose condoms
1: and a protein
0: bar and one protein bar, just but just packed full of loose condoms. I thought that was, and I mean, that's that's so Barney right there, you know absolutely. What I mean? So Barney. Uh, so Ted calls Marshall and tells them, uh, not to come because they got released, and Marshall's real bummed. And then oh, he says, around. He says a line that's that gets us close to uh, the name of our podcast. He says meet us at McLaren's maybe we can still make last call oh. yeah <laughs> I thought I had to, I had to put that in there just because we kind of we kind of talked about that in the first episode yep. that we did where like they had almost said that kind yep. of a thing uh, and they got real close to uh to a here just a little out of order so he does turn around and then Barney says we're gonna go party at Sasha's house. Uh, That is the uh, airport security guard.
1: Yep. She's Um, having some drinks with some friends.
0: And this is where we get my favorite uh, legendary moment of the entire series. And it's it's going to be legend. Wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the second half of that word is dairy. It's my favorite one of all time.
1: It's probably the best one. It, t- dude, it totally
0: is because it's it's so intricate but so perfect. I don't know. I loved it. Uh, Marshall turns around again and then once more after Ted tells him not to come. So yep. he's just like zigzagging his way, you know, through these all these lanes of traffic in a very short period of time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and again, I don't know how he didn't get pulled over. I guess there's just no cops out there. Uh, I don't know. Who knows. Uh, all right, so Lily approached by a guy, uh, and before he can speak, she freaks out, tells him the truth. Turns out he's gay, and he just wants to tell her she sat on a grape. That uh, that sucks because uh, I he bet does. you it's probably not going to come out. I know he tries to get it out later, but I I, I wind up but, I feel like I bet after- he tries to get it out later. Oh, he does. I mean, he says, "Let's see that booty." Or, like, show me that booty. He says that. In the, like, I don't think I'd ever caught it before until watching it for this. I was like, oh, damn, that dude's just like, show me that booty. He's like, all right, sure, man. Here's some booty for you. Uh, so at Sasha's place, Ted and Barney are sitting on a couch with two random guys. Sasha comes in with some hard lemonades. Hard lemonade. Philly. Philly. Shh. You'll wake my grandpa.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the night's not going the way they expected. It's no. definitely not, but it's not going the way anybody expected. Because uh, as we go back to the bar, we see Robin. She's not happy about the way things are, are going because all of a sudden, Lily's just ignoring her. Yeah. You know, Cause she's trying so hard to get hit on and, and it's just not working for her. Uh, so then Marshall calls, and uh, Robin picks up, learns that uh, Lily actually took the ring off and he's obviously upset about it, but he doesn't want to admit that. Uh, then we go back. Barney begins talking to uh, the guy that he's sitting next to. His name is Daniel. Finds out he is a security guard at the Liberty Bell. And uh, they come to the conclusion that no one has ever licked the Liberty Bell. And he decides that that is a thing that would be, Legendary. Legendary. Yeah, Ted's had enough after this. He's like, you know what? Nah, I'm out. And so uh, he goes to leave. Robin then uh, confronts Lily. Lily reveals that she just misses having guys hit on her. And this is where uh, I found uh, an error in continuity. Lily says that she hasn't been single since high school. But she meets Marshall in college. And she's single. And technically, yes, it's like orientation, but she was single before that and she was out of high school, technically. Yeah, technically. You, you know, so if she had been like uh you know, I haven't been single since the summer after high school, I could have I could have bought that because it, it's literally like freshman orientation, but technically she was not single since. I saw. Yeah, It is true. Just saying, uh, it's just a little bit of an error, but I was like, I had to put that down. Uh, the guy, the, the, the gay guy who is, uh, who's been talking up. Lily comes back with some club soda to help her clean the stain. And this is where he says, show me that booty. And so he's like dabbing her butt with, uh, with a towel to try to get the stain out. And yep. this is where Marshall comes in and instantly gets jealous. And he is, Ready to throw down. He even says he's like, "Come on, hombre," which I thought was really funny because I watched episodes two and three back to back, and in both of those episodes, somebody uses the term "ombre" because <laughs> Carlos says it on the roof. He does. He's like, "Yeah, no sweat, hombre." When Ted says he needs a minute with Robin, yeah, and then we got Marshall with a, with a "Come on, hombre." I guess they, I guess they like the word "ombre." I don't know. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. That is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, Marshall is relieved when he finds out that the guy's gay because Marshall says he's never been in a fight before. And this could be a continuity error. Um, because we later on find out that him and his brothers used to hardcore go at each other. But I was reading something that, that suggested that maybe he doesn't consider that fighting Maybe you know what I mean, and so, like, this may be more of a reference to the fact that he's never fought someone outside of his brothers. That's never been
1: because I mean, he even makes the comment when I'm pretty sure it's the episode where they they Carl in the wig, not Carl. Um, oh my god, you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I
1: don't remember his name, but I know, Um, yeah, I don't remember his name now either. But, yeah, Marshall makes the a point then where he's like, you know, I, I really don't fight, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm not going out there. And yeah. so, I mean, maybe. Maybe he just considers that roughhousing then. And-
0: yeah. Yeah, it's the only thing I could think of uh, to to kind of keep it not as an error is that he just doesn't consider it uh, as a fight. But Then, uh, so he gives the guy a hug because he's relieved. You know, he's like, oh, I've never been in a fight before. And he just hugs him. And then the dude's boyfriend comes in and just takes Marshall down. And this dude is yep. small; he's a small guy, but he was decently jacked. He was, but I mean, like he was short. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, maybe maybe it's because Marshall and the other guy are actually really because, like, Marshall's like uh, Jason Siegel's like six four or something yeah. like that, and the other guy like they're like around the same height. So like he could be like a normal height dude, like he could <laughs> be like a five nine, five ten kind of dude he just looks real short in comparison. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know. Uh, but he just, he just looked extra short. Uh, so then Barney convinces Ted to go to the Liberty bell, uh, after Barney gets kind of vulnerable about their relationship with one another. Uh, and somehow he, uh, was able to get the cabbie to, uh, go to the, like to the Liberty bell without Ted. knowing. I thought that was, that was funny. Uh, then back at the bar, Ted is telling a cute girl about their adventure, about how they went to the Liberty Bell and licked it. And he talks about, uh, she she asks, you know, like, what does it taste like? He's like, it tasted like freedom. No, no, actually, it tastes like pennies, which I I thought that was funny. And that's like the, the classic kind of funny, awkward Ted, who's actually good at flirting. Yes. But he always acts like he's not good at flirting, even though, dude, come on. You're killing it
1: there. Like, I was gonna say he was
0: killing it in the bar. Yeah, man. Like, there's so many times where it's like, though, this guy's got so much game," yet he always acts like he doesn't have any game. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Uh, so then, uh, future Ted, uh, his, his kids ask if that girl was their mom, and to their chagrin, he says no. Nope. And that's how they end the episode. So, John, thoughts on 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 that episode? On episode three, "Sweet Taste of Liberty."
1: Well, like I said, this is one of my favorite episodes. Like, this is my favorite episode. And for yeah. a multitude of reasons. I love that, like you said, it's the introduction of the legendary. Um, it's the best legendary. Is, yeah. Is, you know, I love that, you know, you get all the dynamics of Marshall and Lily's relationship in this one. You get to see how Robin, even though she is a member of the group, she is the outsider. Yeah. Um. You know, Ted and Barney's relationship, plus, you know... The dynamic of the three guys in general, and I think that's always been a really cool dynamic because this show doesn't just focus on Ted. Ted can be out of an episode completely, and the show would still survive because it can focus on everybody else's story. Yeah, furthered. And I mean, there's episodes later on that like Ted's story in the the episode is very little. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this episode though is like I said my favorite, especially because of looking the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Come on. Yeah,
0: it's a great one, and I didn't realize it was so early on.
1: You know, no, I really. I
0: really thought this was later on in in, in the show. Uh, so yeah, it was it was fun to just to be able to go back and, and see that one again. All right, so it's that time again, folks. It's time for Barney's blog. Barney's blog. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I threw, I threw a little something on there for you, John. I threw a little something on there. Cool. Uh, all right, this week's blog. Dated Monday, October 3rd, 2005, is titled, Lick My Bells. It's a good title. I like it. It is. Uh, uh, so the blog entry starts off with uh, a paragraph that gives us a little information about Barney that I didn't know until I read this. Uh, it says, Earlier this week, I had the good fortune to consummate yet another legendary chapter in the story of Barney when I tongued the rim of the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. Relevant factoid, I have now licked every national monument in the continental United States. I mean, I think that's kind of awesome. You know what I mean?
1: That is awesome.
0: It's like something that's like, I didn't know that was a thing. So uh, he's got like a... List and
1: kind of like a ranking and
0: like a almost like he's a never, little review.
1: I I was reading the blog and yes, without going into detail because it is a decent list. Yeah, he has them listed in his order of like the way like he ranks them. Kind of there's a taste preference to them, like what they kind of taste like. The scale, like he's got like details like some small people yeah. about it. Yeah, he gives he, he gives them
0: like weird number scores for taste, atmosphere, patriotism and yep. security which i think th- i think i think it's kind of funny yep all right so uh i just kind of wanted to go through the just what they where he went absolutely what, what he's licked and just kind of get our thoughts a little bit on that uh so he's got the golden gate bridge in san francisco he's got the hollywood sign in los angeles the space needle in, in Seattle, Washington. So right there, those first
1: three, all on the West Coast. He must have been traveling over there or something. Maybe. But, I mean, at the same time, though, a lot of those are public, too, where you can just walk right up to them. It's true. It's true. Then we've got,
0: uh, you know, we head back to the East Coast. We've got uh, the Statue of Liberty, obviously, in New York City. The This one I thought was great. The U.S. Constitution. The yeah. National Archives in Washington, D.C. It's like, all right. Uh, and then last... But certainly not least. Well, it's actually technically it's not last because last is the Liberty Bell. Uh, But last on this list is the Alamo, San Antonio, Texas. He just went there and licked a giant fort. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got to (laughs) do. He licked the Alamo. (laughs) Oh, man, that's good stuff. Uh, I just I think I thought that was a great little tidbit to learn about Barney. You know what I mean? Something that.
1: I, I don't know, know where, where I you. knew that from, but I knew the fact that he had licked the national, like, any national monument there was in America. Yeah. I knew he licked them. So I don't know where I learned that from or if I had possibly read that blog before.
0: Maybe. Yeah, it's very possible. But, uh, yeah,
1: it's a cool fact nonetheless. No, it's an absolutely cool fact. Like, yeah. I will not know. That is badass.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I think that uh, about wraps up episode three of last call at McLaren's
1: John let us know where uh, everybody out there can find you well you can find me on twitter at simply saying j1 find me on facebook find me I mean pretty much anywhere you can uh I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be funny here for a second <clears throat> can also find me on twitter at jpraynor
0: well I don't think anyone's going to find you there Cause that's oh, where I can be I'm found so cool at J P R A Y N O R. And John loves it when I say that, uh, I also, do. also right down there at movie blog, Merck, that is the Twitter page for my site, Merck with the movie blog, Merk with the movie blog.com. Uh, I've been doing a whole lot of trailer reactions lately on uh, the YouTube channel. Yeah. So check those out. Uh, you can also find me, uh, at DC comics news, uh, on all the social medias, that's dccomicsnews.com, dot where I talk all things in the world of DC Comics, and good, of course, true. I and mean, you can find both of us on our wrestling podcast, Off the Ropes with John and Josh. That's uh, at Off the Ropes JJ on all the socials, and uh, of course, right here with Last Call at McLarens. You can find us on Twitter right down there at Last Call H I M Y M. That's last call H I M Y M for how I met your mother. Be sure to check us out there. Uh, also on our anchor feed. It's the same. It's Anchor.fm slash last call H I M Y M and uh, leave us some questions, comments, anything we got You can do voice messages over on anchor uh, right here uh, on the Merck the movie blog, uh, YouTube channel where you'll be watching this. You can leave us comments there uh, yeah. or right on Twitter. I mean, we want to hear it. So let us know what you guys think of the show so far. If you got any suggestions,
1: let us know. Absolutely. All right. Any final thoughts, John? No, not really. I mean, like I always say, this is a How I Met Your Mother podcast, and you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right. Catch you guys next time.